Jazz was, of course, one of the most popular forms of performed and recorded music in the entire galaxy, including outer rim worlds such as Orto. It became known by many names, some less palatable than others over time and across cultures. Sir, what I'm trying to tell you, the Star Wars music is no longer jizz. Welcome to Junk House. Ace of Spades! The Ace of Spades! It's not Ace of Spades, though. It's not. It's an Ace of Spades (laughs) freakout! That's the the crossover we've always needed in this society. That will actually fix everything, is Ace of Spades freakout. Will that make Jats back to Jizz again? See, the thing that distresses me the most is that they say... It became known by many names, some less palatable than others. In what world is Jats, J-A-T-Z, more palatable than Jizz? I know so many people that very much palate Jizz frequently. I know so many people (laughs) that if you ask them, they'll take a Jizz over a Jat any day. Okay, Any Any day of the week. Any single day. I The fact... That my ear holes no longer get to have that sweet, sweet jizz up in them. That now they have jats in them. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I, I really can't. Like, it's like I, we talked about this briefly <laughs> last night with some of our friends. And I think one of the points that was brought up then needs to be brought up now, which is that it wasn't like it being called jizz was a big deal. It was the equivalent of, oh, did you know Vigo Mortensen actually broke his toe when he kicked that helmet in the Battle of Helm's Deep? Yeah. Yeah. That's did you the know George Lucas at. called the music in Star Wars jizz? Jizz? <laughs> <laughs> like, you would turn to your friend, have a good chuckle, move on. And yeah. now, now, it's like, okay, we're going to do a little bit of role play here, okay? Okay. 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 All of us sit, pretend we're watching episode four, and they're they're in the cantina. That's an episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. I was thinking episode six when there's also jizz in that scene. Sorry, that's the there's that's a lot the of jizz. Sorry, there's a lot when of jizz I, th- in when the I think Wars of universe. the when I think of the job of the hut scene, I primarily think of jizz. You know, with the job of the hut. So that's what. Okay, we're in with episode. Leia with and hut, same room. Jizz. Jizz is happening. (laughs) Anyway. They say the jizz is more about the beats you don't hear rather than the ones you do hear. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Caleb, will you will you be the cantina music while Samantha and I watch this movie? Oh, I love this. Samantha. Yeah. Yeah, Do you like this movie? Yeah, I love this movie. I love this music. Did you know? Yeah, did you know that this music used to be called jazz? But jizz, but now it's called Jats. No, I didn't. That's a worse yeah. name. Jats, not jizz. Jats. Does that imply that in the Star Wars universe they changed it because jizz is semen in the Star Wars universe too? Yeah, like that means that in Star Wars canon, they they acknowledge that jism is is the, the slang. Yeah, that's why. Why would they do that? I don't know, because it, it made it worse. It made it, it, made it worse. Gross. 
like it made it more gross. It was a funny joke. Yeah, now it's like now it's like actually perverted. Yeah, I don't remember this scene going on for this long. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's like when your uncle is named Dick. I'm Greedo. I'm shooting Han Solo. One shot first. But no, it's like. It's like <laughs> God, I just know that that isol- I just know Sammy's gonna isolate the clip and put it on the soundboard yeah. or something. Just like God. make it slowly louder and louder. What we need to do is have the intro for this episode be Caleb singing the cantina music. I can put that in the background of the... Yeah. Of the Welcome <laughs> the to Junk House. <laughs> oh, the actual intro song. Yeah. yeah. The, okay. Or the yeah. outro, one or the other. I need it. Or both. And I need it bad. God. That's our music for the episode. <laughs> Why did I decide um, to sing it in the actual octave? I could have brought yeah, it down. Yeah, you could have gone low. could have. <laughs> um, but you were that committed to jazz, to jizz. I'm See, committed to already look, I'm not committed to jazz. If you would have told me to sing the jazz, sing the fuck jizz. off. I ain't doing that. You tell me to sing the jizz? Mm-hmm. Got it. I it's got soul. you. I it's, ain't not doing that jazz no more. It, it would be like if you had an Uncle Dick, right? Your uncle's named Dick. Mm-hmm. Everyone calls him Dick. And one day, he puts on Facebook, I will now be going by Richard. He acknowledges that his name was Penis. It, it was okay to be Dick until he decides that he can no longer go by Dick because it means penis. Can I tell you something exactly. even worse? Yeah. This is in my family. I'm telling Ooh. you some lore, okay? Lore, lore, lore. M- my granddad's name, his actual name that we all call him, is Dickie Burley. <laughs> that has been his name since he was three <laughs> years old. They called him that. We were having to pull some records. I found his birth certificate. His name is William Morris. What? Where? His huh? name is William Morris Burley. No dick in sight. No Richard. <laughs> no, no dick in sight. Dicky. And it all came wow. because his older brother said he looked like a bow dick and it stuck. And so everyone started calling him that. <laughs> his whole got, life. His whole life. Because he looked like a bow dick. Yep. That's like my nickname growing up was Pookie. And it still is kind of my nickname, but it's because my grandfather has a nickname for everybody. And when I was a baby, I projectile vomited a lot. So mm-hmm. he called me pukey. And then when I grew up was like, maybe I shouldn't call my grandchild puke and changed it to pukey. <laughs> I have more questions about the bow dick. Me assessment. too. Mm-hmm. Um, at what age was this nickname delivered? Like, so, according to the story, it was right after he was born, and it was the first time his brother saw him. So, was his general body shape Bodic, or was his little penis? No, it's just like, uh, uh, do you know what? A, <laughs> like, it's a, it's a, it's a Cajun thing mostly. Like, yeah, I don't know a what bo- it is a, either. It's just like saying he looks like an idiot. 
Like he's just a little bogey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's the nicer way of saying a much worse Cajun word that uh, <laughs> people that I won't say on air uh, because Cajun people will, uh, or French people will come after me because it's a very worse thing to say in French and the Cajun people kind of took it and were like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he really was like, oh man, this child looks like an idiot. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> child looks like a little idiot. And so, yeah. And so it was like, he looks like a bow dick. And so they started calling him Dicky. And then he's just Dicky Burley. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh man, you know, all my, all my friends and family call me Maury. And they're like, why do you call that? Short for moron. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially, that was it. How does he wild. feel about that? <laughs> uh, he, I mean, when I was growing, it wasn't until I was like 16 that I learned his name was William Morris. Yeah. <laughs> so like, to me, he was just like, if somebody was like, what's your granddad's name? Oh, Dickie. Yeah. That's well, that Dickie. was it. Yeah. It's kind of like, my family has like some cool ass names in it. I ain't even going to lie. Like some of the, some of their names are cool as hell, but you know, that's it. That's all I got to say. But we are talking about putting the soul into the music. <laughs> and I got to say, I had a spiritual almost experience with music this past week. You had the soul put into your life. I did. Because it was insane. I, I'm, Just I think my house is haunted. Mm. And I think it's either... These are the two options I've come down to. Either A, it is just a ghost that does not like that we keep talking about ghosts and is taking revenge on me, or it is Dan Aykroyd sending one of his ghost friends to come haunt me. Those are the two <laughs> options I have boiled down to. I will say, I, I think you have a better chance of it being a ghost that lives in your house and is mad that you keep making light of their predicament because Dan Aykroyd of any of the three of us would be sending ghosts after me. But once I tell you what has happened, you will also kind of believe the Dan Aykroyd story because there are updates since I've texted you both about this. And Harold Ramis is top. too much of a nice person to be haunting. Yeah. Him. Harold, Harold Ramis. I have nothing against him. Fucking um, legend. Rest in peace. Okay. Yeah. Fuck Dan Aykroyd. How is he haunting you? <laughs> So here's what happened. One night, I could not sleep very well. So when I woke up, I went out to our couch and I put on uh, Jacksepticeye. I put on a playthrough that he was Classic. doing and went to sleep because I the for some reason, let's plays. If I put them on, put me to sleep. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, so I put on the Jacksepticeye portal playthrough, which I've watched several times. Love it. I know for certain that he does not mention Ghostbusters in it at any point, which is an important thing because when I woke up, I could not hear. I, I like I I paused Jack Septokai because I could not hear anything except I heard somewhere in the faint distance what sounded like an orchestral version of the Ghostbusters theme. And so I heard horns blaring. It was cool. And I was like, my first thought was honestly. Ah, I don't live far from the high school football field. I must be hearing the marching band practice, and they're doing pretty good. But it took me about two minutes of that before I was like, mm, no, the director has not stopped them. 
and no one's missing any notes, so there's no way this is a high school band. Yeah, true, true. So then I start to search my house. Where is this noise coming from? And I, you know, I'm like checking. We have a little Amazon like echo thing in our kitchen. I check that. Nothing there. I check in here. Maybe it's coming from my computer. Nothing. And this is like 15 minutes of me looking in every room. And then I walk into our bedroom where we have a Google Dot. And I open the door and out of nowhere, the volume is at full blast. And Wilder has been following me this whole time. And Wilder starts barking at the opposite corner of the room. Oh, I don't remember that part of the story. Was the corner near the dot? No. The corner. Okay. So like our room, you know, we got the four corners. The dot is here on like right next to the door. The, uh, the corner that he was barking at was kind of the far corner, like along the wall. So like there's a corner. Was the dot playing full blast by the door the whole time? Full blast by the door. But it wasn't that loud when I was like walking around the house. It was like faint. So that means something shifted the volume, which Mm. like may like the door does not block that much sound. I can guarantee you that. So that happened. So I you know, tell Google, I'm like, Google, stop. Then I, I instantly text my wife and I'm like, hey, did you accidentally play this through Google or something? Or did you prank me by saying like, hey, Google, at whatever time, play the Ghostbusters theme song. Ha ha ha. She's like, no, I like that. That, that didn't happen. I don't think you can even do that, to be clear. Like, because I have a I have yeah. the Google home. And I don't think uh-huh. you can set up like, hey, play this song at this time. Yeah, that, but that was like one of my first thoughts was like, surely my wife is pranking me. This would be very funny. Getting no. pranked. Getting, getting pranked. Um, so then I look at my Spotify and the last song that was searched and played on my Spotify was Ghostbusters Epic Version. Olivia checks her Spotify and the last song that was searched and played was Ghostbusters epic version. I then go in because if you go through the Google home app, you can check a log of all the commands that have been given to it. Yeah. And normally ours is like play rain sounds. When we go to sleep, turn on the light, stuff like that. Our whole memory of commands given to the Google Dot has been wiped. There is no history of any commands given. Oh. Is this psychological warfare? Maybe. But then this is happening now. We have a door that we come in through that leads to our garage. So Olivia opens the garage. She comes in through the door. No problem. Three times in the past week when I have not gone through that door because I stay at home. I don't like I work from home. I'm, I don't I don't really have a reason to leave most of the time. So I don't. That door has locked itself by the deadbolt. What the hell? Caleb, you're being haunted. I'm being haunted. And I think it's Dan Aykroyd because of how much of it has revolved around Ghostbusters. And but we, again, 
I'm the one who kept bringing up the incident that I'm now clean from. Yes. You know, I kept bringing that up. So, so I they, don't know that Dan would be after you. But this is the thing, is that I, I, I think because I also tend to make light of ghosts and mm-hmm. say that I'm going to send people ghosts, maybe he thought, well, I'm going to send one to him. Show him who's mm. wrong. Ooh. Which would mean Dan listens to our show. Thank Which, you, Dan. you know, Dan Eckert, thank, thanks for listening. Thank you, Dan. Um, I'm sorry for saying fuck you earlier. Uh, please quit haunting Caleb. Go please, haunt Caleb. Please stop haunting me. I'm very scared. And it's we all know you're a powerful sleep. psychic. Dan, but stop. I've never even. Do I need to buy Crystal Skull vodka? Is that how I make this stop? I was gonna I was gonna bring it up. What if it is Dan and it's not ghosts? It's aliens. Oh because Dan Dan outside of the Ghostbusters universe is a big alien head. I did not know that he was an alien head. I knew that well, he was like a spiritual man. You know what Crystal Head Vodka is based off of, right? The Crystal kingdom skull. of the kingdom of the crystal skull, Indiana the Jones. <laughs> no, yeah. but the real <laughs> Crystal big. skulls that people have <laughs> he found. In- big, no, he's a big Indiana he's Jones big, fan. Loves Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones Four. Loves it. He, yeah. he doesn't I, understand why everyone hates that movie. But those are from that movie. Those are real things that people have found. That people are like, this is made by aliens, but they're they're not. Yeah, I will say those those have been like demonstrated to be manufactured 100%, by humans. 100%. Like, but Dan's yeah. the type to be like, no, that was aliens. I know you told Dan me that a human that made this. <laughs> He's like, I don't believe you. I'm Dan. Here's vodka based off of it. <laughs> Buy my Dan vodka. My Danka. My Vod Dan. Now, my I've Dan. had that vodka before. Do you think that has something to do with it? Oh, you established a psychic link. Because when mm-hmm. I went to a, I went to a restaurant in New Orleans that is owned by him. And I ordered a cocktail. Go. Yeah. It's um uh New Orleans, I think House of Blues is the name of it. But like basically because he was in the Blues Brothers, he helped buy this restaurant that was failing. Yeah, um, that makes yeah. sense. And so I've had a cocktail made with Crystal Head Vodka. Maybe I don't, I don't think that would be enough to establish such a strong psychic link that he would be able to follow me as I've moved to three different states since then. Well, here's the thing about psychic links with Dan Aykroyd established through Crystal Head Vodka. Mm-hmm. They can really, like, initiate that link whenever they need to. Like, yeah. you've, you've got the connection, but he was like, okay, activate. And that's what's occurred here. Yeah, there's like a switch. He can open the flow and close whenever he needs to. Yeah, so it's not that he followed you all the time, but he he has that link to everyone that drinks his vodka, and then you were out here, you know, like really pushing ghost talk and Ghostbusters. And meanwhile, I'm the one who kept bringing up the ghost job. He's actually very proud of it. So he didn't take disrespect from me. But he took it from you. Yeah, makes sense, um, makes sense, yeah. So he's kind of getting at me because he already has the link, kind of, mm-hmm. to get, oh. Yeah, I've never yes. had Crystal Head Vodka. And neither have I. Maybe we all three need to have Crystal Head Vodka together. To so test this. And to it'll test overpower this. the flow. And it'll yeah. b- destroy his Either, entire operation. Because 
either then I think what will happen is a few options. All three of us get haunted by Dan Aykroyd. Acceptable in. I can do that. And then our tagline for the show can be the podcast haunted by Dan Aykroyd. Um, he cannot That's split genius. it up between the three of us and therefore oh. has to stop haunting. Because it's like, well, I can't mm. split it up that much. What if he timeshare haunts us? So like four months a year, each of us, four non-consecutive months, I will say, each of us is getting haunted by Dan. So like I get January, Sammy gets February, you get March, and then kind of like yeah. cycle yeah. through. So on and so forth. I, you know, I think that is preferable yeah. to all three of us get full haunted all the time. Well, that's actually what... Okay. Oktoberfest is Dan Aykroyd sends all of the ghosts over to fill us up with the spooky spirit, and that's why we got to celebrate all October's because we're up on that Dan Aykroyd juice. That's, tr that's true. We do have to celebrate <laughs> Cordell's Oktoberfest, which is legally distinct from Oktoberfest. Yeah, I came up with it myself. Um. <laughs> yeah. I see. I've been thinking about Oktoberfest coming up partially because I have been haunted, um, as we've been talking about. Yeah, I've been. I have been thinking about Oktoberfest because my wife is excited for Oktoberfest this year. Um, it's spreading. I'm my so holiday excited. month is spreading. What is your plans for Oktoberfest, Cordell? Yeah, what ideas do we got? Okay. So, as always, the biggest, most important Oktoberfest plan is consume as much spooky and or seasonal media as possible mm -hmm. while having as much treat yourself energy as possible. Yeah. What that looks like, in most cases, I'm opening a note on my phone and naming it Oktoberfest 2023, mm -hmm. and I'm going to take ideas. The first okay. thing is Crock-Pot hot chocolate. I got to drink that probably once a week all month. Okay. I think my version of that is another October food um, that I will try to consume, which is some variety of chili. I will... Ooh. I'll be the chili contingency for Cordell's Oktoberfest. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um... Samantha, do you have any seasonal foods you like to partake in? Oh, pumpkin pumpkin rolls. Mm, like I do those yeah. hard. I'm I'm a classic pumpkin pie enjoyer. Okay. Oh yeah. That's an easy thing to get. Because you can get those little mini pumpkin pies even. Exactly. You gotta put a lot of whipped cream on there. Yeah, I mean of course. Um I yeah, I guess October candy. Mmm. Mm. Can, can, can I bring up something I think all three of us can enjoy, possibly, which is the Reese's Jack-O-Lantern. Ooh. Like, the, the Reese's Pumpkins. Um, I think those are better than regular Reese's. I don't know what they did, but all of, like, their specialty, specialty Reese's. I, I, I think it's the ratio, because I regular agree. Reese's, more chocolate, less peanut butter. The, the special ones, more peanut butter, less chocolate. Yeah, because, like, the eggs... The trees. Mm -hmm. The tre trees the are my favorite. I'll the fuck up a tree. The, for some reason, the angle. The angle of the... The angle. And you know what? The tree <laughs> is the perfect three-bite tree. Because you can Ooh. eat the top part, put it down, savor it. 
Eat the second part, put it down, savor it. Eat that third part. Ooh, mm-mm. Mm, ooh, mm. Mm, mm, ooh, ooh. Okay. So we, uh, some other fall foods and uh, let's say drinks. Maybe because our listeners want, may want to join in. Here's the thing. Maybe, are, we, are, we putting, are we putting Thanksgiving in there? Or are we just doing fall October? Just October fest so, for now. That's what I, I was I thinking. I think, you know, maybe, maybe a friend of the show, Carson, would want to lead up the apple cider contingency. Ooh, definitely. Mm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Maybe... Maybe Fielding wants to go nosh down on a turkey sandwich. Because I think that you know, we get in a little bit of yeah. Thanksgiving on a there. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hot and heavy on the hot chocolate. Um yes. I'll go hard on chili. I'll go hard. I I think pumpkin rolls will be my like dessert for the month, but I really do want a good fall meal. My brain is saying poppy seed chicken, but I don't know if that's like Ugh. October-y enough, even though it's delightful in every way. That's at any time, no. baby girl. Listen here. That is any time. Poppy seed chicken is one of my favorite foods. I will send you my recipe. Please do. Well, we've got a good recipe that we use too, but okay, I, I'd be good, willing to good, compare good, good. the two and take, take notes. Let's be honest. It's poppy seed chicken. It's probably very similar recipes. It's really hard to Yeah, find. can't go wrong. Emily and I actually... Don't use rice because we love the Same. chicken is like thick enough. Like I think if you're using rice, it's fine. But that is because mm-hmm. the poppy seed chicken itself is not potent enough. Mm-hmm. No, I don't do rice either. Uh, my wife likes rice, so we will make a side of rice. Smart that you can you know people can mix in. But no. in my family, there there's two camps. There is the make the sauce and the chicken into Ritz. And then have rice mm-hmm. on the side to mix in. And that's yes. like my aunt, my aunt's mm-hmm. side. And then my mm-hmm. mom puts rice and all that together in one. Mm. And I'm used I'm to the, your aunt. I'm I'm used to the mo- my mom's, but mm-hmm. I also both options. Neither neither is incorrect. <laughs> neither is incorrect. I th- I personally think you do if you're doing rice, bed of rice than from a separate pan, pop seed chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm fair yeah. like i don't i don't because here's yeah. the thing so you're kind of on the ant side of rice on the so. side but bed bed it before you yeah bed it then put it in there yeah and then you mix it up okay. as you eat but yeah. i don't want the rice getting soggified i want i want to bring up there is a outlier here because as i was looking for poppy seed chicken recipes i found some people that do mashed potatoes on the side and do like a bed of mashed potatoes and Mm. i think that is not bad but i also think it's incorrect i think it could be good rice is right i like rice i think mashed potatoes could be interesting i am just realizing that i like a i like a good mush like I love mm. me some mashed potatoes. I love me mm-hmm. some. I was about to bring up fall soups. Soup, fall soups sir, are some yeah, some of those soups get a little bit into the thick, into the mush. Yeah, especially uh-huh. if you're mixing in some. If you're doing the chili effect, where you're throwing in some crackers, some. Uh, maybe you're eating a little tomato soup with a grilled cheese and it's getting it a mm. little thicker. You're doing a, you're doing a French onion soup with that sick, sick bread covered in mm. cheese on there. Mm-hmm. I'm putting that on my list. Mm-hmm. French mm-hmm. onion soup. Yeah. Just so soup fr- in general. Onion. Soup as well. Soup is a fall food. 
what is, what is everyone's favorite soup? This is because uh, I feel like everybody has to have the mm. one soup that it's like if I if I had no other soups the rest of my life, I'd be happy with this one. I mean, you just heard it from me. I'm a French onion ride or die. A frontion. That's mm. good. Mm-hmm. Well, I do like a frontion. I I mean, if I'm thinking about the soup I've eaten most, mm-hmm. it's definitely like a chicken noodle. Or just some kind of chicken mm-hmm. soup. Mm-hmm. But if I'm allowed to have something with it. I t- think you're allowed one one side. Tomato soup with dip and stuff. Mm. I don't know. That shit just hit. I, uh, I think I'm going to. I think I fall towards a taco soup. I think a taco Ooh, soup oh, is, is my good. favorite. A taco soup is good. A little sour cream and cheese on there. Oh, um, next level. So we've we've hit foods pretty hard. We can circle hard. back to any of these at any moment. Yeah, I want to let you in on the other categories. I've got some tried and true categories for things to make October festy. Then a couple new ones that I want your input on. Okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. So obviously the next category. Movies. Absolutely. Watching some spookies. I like to do, for movies in Oktoberfest, I like to do a blend of new horror I have not seen with classic horror that never goes wrong. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, classic horror movie, I think. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Incredible. It's, it's, it's a meta classic. I love it. Incredible. My big target for new one, mm-hmm. Rink. I want to finally watch it. Yes. You need to. We have to talk about it this this year. I'll pass on that one. That that's one I'll pass on. <laughs> no, here, here's what here's what we'll have you do, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Just put your <laughs> just put a blanket over the TV and just listen to Skinamarink. <laughs> I think Caleb <laughs> should read the Wikipedia summary of the movies yes, that that's Caleb even is better. too scared to watch. Just read the Wikipedia summary and tell us how scared you think you would have been watching it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I did this recently with a movie that Olivia and I were thinking about seeing in theaters. And then I read about it on Wikipedia and was like, absolutely no, fuck that. Which was the A24 movie, Talk to Me. Oh, um, I want to watch that. I'm putting it on there. I, I read, I read a synopsis and I thought, fuck no. No, not doing it. So it sounds yeah. that good, that scary? It sounds scary. Oh, baby. I've been looking into that one. A24 hits horror hard. They okay, but be. I I do want to bring up a, 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 a sector of movies that we have not approached on the mm-hmm. podcast before, which is movies that are fall movies that are not inherently fall movies. Mm. Like movies that give fall vibes. The Goonies. The Goonies, Ooh. Back to the Future is another one for me. Gives fall vibes. See, I think Back to the Future is a summer film. I can see that. It does kind of have summer blockbuster vibes. So I'm willing to, to take that one out of the running. You know honestly. what? Honestly. You know what? My, my brain went to Treasure Planet. Oh, that's that fall. fall vibes. That's fall vibes. I don't know why. That's fall vibes. I can't but, put my finger on it, but it, yeah, that's fall. I just thought of another repeat film, mm-hmm. uh, a, an oldie but goodie that I want to revisit this year because I've not seen it in years. Frank Darabont's The Mist. 
It's based okay. on a it's based on a Stephen King short story. Pretty sure it's Frank Darabont. Um, yeah, written directed by him. So basically, small town in Maine. What? Not Maine. And <laughs> a mist rolls through town, and in the mists, in the midst of it, is giant monsters Spooky and scaries. just monsters and mutant creatures and such. And it's townsfolk trapped in a supermarket. Trying to stay alive. Isn't there, there is like a, a black and white version that's supposed to be dope? Is there? I don't know. Um, there is a new movie that I would like to watch that I know I would not be able to watch with my wife. Cordell would not be able to watch with his wife. And it is a movie called Mad God, which I is a it. horror claymation movie. Ooh. From what I know, is it is it any good, Cordell? So here's, I was not certain what to expect when watching Mad God. I was like, it's going to be weird. It's going to be wild. I know it took like 30 years to make. It is. So Phil Tippett made it. He is like horror effect legend. Yeah, it is. Weird and out there. And has no real plot. Okay. It is. That it sounds is like basically. My dream. It is basically. I think you'd really enjoy it. It's got some grotesqueness to it, but nothing overly bad. It. I did not enjoy it. Would not watch it again. But I don't think it's bad. I think it's not for me. Um. It's very, gotcha. very avant-garde. Very out there. Very just like. It's weird and evocative and provocative, but not really like any actual message or story. That makes okay. sense. I know my brother really liked it when he watched it. So, and you and you and Cody kind of line up on taste a lot more than I line up with Cody. So I yeah. think I think you'll end up enjoying it. I'm gonna pass on it personally. Feel free to partake. Um, the another one that is short. It's like 12 minutes long, and it's on Max. Um, is Jack Stober's opal mm, yeah i've been needing to watch that i've been meaning to watch it too it's it's pretty good i've been listening to the music from it a lot because it is basically like uh if you're not familiar with jack stober he's he primarily people know him from his adult swim work where he wrote a lot of music for their like interstitial little mm-hmm. bits so yeah. it's essentially like a 12 minute thing that has three or four, depending on how you count it, short music videos that are like Adult Swim style animation. Interesting. Okay. Very good. Very okay. weird. And Jack Stover yeah. makes weird but really good music. So like, I'm oh yeah, I'm a Opal. Yeah. big, big fan of his music. Um, also doing some research about The Mist. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a director's cut that is black and white. And it seems oh, like people snap. are saying like, it really changes the movie and makes it a lot better. The one of these dudes mm. is on Reddit. One of the comments was saying it's one of the best uh, Stephen King adaptations they've seen. Uh, yeah, I've always thought the Mist is one of the best Stephen King adaptations. Big fan of it. Um, I don't know if I'll have access to it. I have the DVD of it. Okay. So I'm just going to watch it on DVD. If you can find mm. the black and white version and let me know how you like it, that's great. 
I think we could all, I think the mist is not going to be too scary for Caleb, but I think, I think we'll all have a lot to talk about with it. Stephen, Stephen King is like, if it's a Stephen King adaptation, I can usually get, get it because I know it's going to be, you know, pretty, pretty good plot at the very least. Um, now onto the next category, the obvious category, TV shows. And the first thing you got to watch as an Oktoberfest celebration, I will probably watch it on a Wednesday. So I'll probably watch it Wednesday the 4th. Mm-hmm. Over the Garden Wall. Absolutely. Rest in peace. It is no longer on Max. It, has been it is on Hulu. From Max. But a good thing to know that it's on Hulu. And it's I on Hulu. Buy it on DVD. It's cheap. And I, it's I will, it. this is okay. Little soapbox here. I, I ranted to Emily about this uh, the, like last week. If there is any TV show or movie on a streaming service that you adore, buy the DVD, buy a Blu-ray. Yeah. Find a way yeah. to get a physical copy a because physical it, copy. it will not stay there forever. The, the, the glory promise of streaming where any movie, any time, they're clearly not going to do it if money's the incentive. Yeah. So it's like, I, I bought haunting of Hill house. I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy Bly Manor and midnight mass. Like if you love gravity falls, if you love over the garden wall, I bought stranger things season one, even like just if you love it, own it because streaming will let you down probably in the next 15 years. I, I I agree with that. Um, I I think a, another fall TV show that is more of a chill, feel good show is Gilmore Girls. Wanted to throw that out there. It's long, so it's like you start in fall, and if you're watching it, you finish it in the spring. Mm-hmm. But it is it is a very good feel good show about a mother and daughter relationship and all the complications that come from it. Yeah, and if you're wanting chill fall, but still a little spookier leaning, the X-Files. X-Files, perfect. You could even look up, just like, because here's the thing. If you've never heard of the X-Files, where have you been? But like, Mulder, Scully, he believes, she doesn't, they do FBI nonsense. You could look up, like, X-Files greatest episodes and just watch those throughout the month. If you don't want to go through, like, 11 seasons, just watch the best episodes. Like it, it's yeah. super good to just pick up and drop into, and it's great fall vibes. Could you do that? While not Twin being very Peaks. scary, or do you have to watch Twin Peaks all the way through? I haven't. Seen you gotta it. watch. You gotta Twin watch Peaks Twin Peaks all, Peaks all the way through. But that is another one to consider. I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now, unfortunately. Fire Walk with Me <sighs> is the Twin Peaks movie is streaming, but I don't think Twin Peaks is streaming. But it's excellent fall vibes. Yeah, but also Fire Walk with Me is not that good of a movie. If I'm being honest, I haven't it watched was it. Fine. Yet. Is fine. Uh, a David, but a movie by that same director. If we're going back to movies real quick, Eraserhead, like that I've is not a, seen it. It's I've a fall vibe movie. It's a fall vibe movie. It's kind of spooky in a David Lynch way. I'm hearing that we're watching Eraserhead this coming month. Yeah. I feel like we just got to watch a lot of David Lynch, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. I feel, yeah, David Lynch is kind of a fall vibe, except for his Dune. Don't watch his Dune. Watch <laughs> his watch Dune. But it's Watch funny. his Dune. Watch his Dune. We should have, like, like, 
another month of the year where we watch funny garbage. March. What's yeah? What's the funniest month? March. I feel like I feel like it's March. It's like the start of spring, so you kind of get in the ha 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 and the he he he. But March is the perfect time <laughs> to do a bracket of some kind. Comedy movie bracket. I was about oh. to say comedy movie bracket. Oh, each week we pick two comedy movies and we watch them and we duke it out here on the show. Oh, someone write that down. That is so good. That what is it, so we smart. We got to make a name of it right now. March. It could be a playoff of madness. I, I think, I think we can avoid March glad. I think we can av- <laughs> just movie madness, but that's, that's too derivative. March, March movies make me math. I, I've got it. Marchtoberfest. <laughs> Fuck yes. Marchtoberfest. <laughs> Fuck yes. God damn it. We celebrate being silly for a whole month. <laughs> Welcome back to Marchtoberfest. Marchtoberfest. Uh, you know what? I think that's even one where if we want to have guests on every week to help us decide. Mm-hmm. They can bring movies to. They yeah. can bring. We can add to yeah. the Just get mad silly. Just get mad silly on Fucking it. Fucking mad silly, bro. Yeah. Okay. Here are the qualifications. So, listeners and, and former guests that are listening, here are the qualifications for a Marchtoberfest movie. It has to be a comedy. Okay. Yes. It. And it can be like like uncomfortable comedy where it's like, you know, like Arrested Development style yeah. or a Nathan it, Fielder style. Yeah. Can it be horror comedy or action comedy? Is, like, it is just the, has is to is have it, comedy in the as genre. As long as it's funny. It, okay. As long like if it's if considered it's a horror comedy. Com- if it's horror comedy, but primarily horror. No, like Cabin in the Woods. No, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Just thinking yes. that. Yeah. Okay, we're yeah. on the same page there. Then cool. Um, and action comedy, same thing. If it's primarily action, no, probably not. Um, and this. I think the second qualification is it's it's got to be watchable to where I'm not going to shoot myself. <laughs> For spending three hours on a couch, yeah, watching I, a movie. My, because here's the thing: when we get into these conversations, a lot of people will bring up stuff like Velocipaster or Sharknado, and as much as those are fun to make jokes about, there I is think a they're po- so bad they're funny. But that's you know? the problem: is like there is a point of badness where I cannot find it funny. It just yeah. hurts, and so yeah, I think we go for things that are not like I don't want to watch The Room in March. I want to watch movies that are like. I think intentionally funny. Disaster artist, yes. Intentionally funny is what we're looking for. Not so bad it's good. We'll have another month for a so bad it's good. I will hate that month. That will be my seasonal affective disorder month. (laughs) It'll be like Mm. middle of summer and I'll want to die because it'll only be me enjoying it. (laughs) Um Um, other other TV shows real quick. Yeah. Um Buffy. Buffy's fantastic. Easy watching. Supernatural. Awesome. If you want not long form TV, I'm going to throw out a single name that will get you covered all month. You could watch one of these shows a week. Mike Flanagan. Oh, yeah. Mike. Oh, hell yeah. I personally, my focus for television is primarily going to be Haunting of Hill House, Bly Manor, 
midnight mass. Mm-hmm. And then I will see what I fill the last week with. But like, this is going to be my month to get in on those hard. I, I never knew uh, he did Dr. Sleep. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. He also did the movie Hush. I think it's still on Netflix. It is oh. a deaf woman getting stalked by a killer in her own house. That's a good ass movie. It's really good. I, I might actually put that on the movie list as a, as a possibility. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, I think that's good. Now, what are the other experimental categories that you had brought up? Okay. So, we the first one, podcasts. Hmm, yeah. I have one. I have one. My first one I, I have one as well. Was Lore. Lore is solid fall vibes cast. You can solid. listen to that all winter, really. Fall and winter, Lore's yeah. in. 100%. Um, mine is not necessarily spooky, but it is a mystery. Mm-hmm. And it is a comedy mystery podcast that I've been listening to recently called Who Shot on the Floor at My Wedding? Ooh. Oh, this is the real. Is this the one where there, it's actually a real life They're thing? They're actually happened? trying to figure out who took a shit on the floor <laughs> oh at their God. wedding. I honestly, though, I, th- I thought you were leading into that going. This season of Not Wonderful <laughs> with Sleuths and oh. Secrets. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. It is, it is fall vibes. It is but, fall vibes. But, um, okay, who shat on my... That is... On I need the floor to of my wedding. That. That's, I'm going to look that up. The other one that I'm going to hit that I know for sure, because I've been, I've been on a big audiobook kick lately. I'm on like the seventh book since I, since I downloaded Audible again. I've been going hard. For Oktoberfest, I will take a break. <clears throat> So that I may yep. listen to and catch up on Spooked. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Caleb, this is the podcast that we've talked about before where Caleb and I were on a road trip together and had to keep turning on all the lights in the car routinely. Because <laughs> we got so scared. Yeah, This is the podcast that like, it's so creepy, so spooky. I love it. I might hit some like best episodes from the past and then go into the new stuff. Um, but Spooked is my go-to October podcast. We're going to go to their live show in L.A. No. <laughs> Yo! On October 26th. Yeah. And, and hey. they, they're experimental because they're smaller and not many people sit down and dedicate too much time to just podcasts. I'm going to just listen as I drive. This last mm-hmm. one is the most interesting one. Books. Ooh, okay. I haven't read a horror book in a long time. Neither have I. Caleb looked like he immediately got an opinion or a feeling. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking at my shelf real quick. Um, Are the ghosts in the room with you? No, no, I'm looking <laughs> at my shelf because I've got some. I've got some fall vibe books. I'm just trying to decide which of them that I would actually suggest. Um, I've been reading One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> I have also been reading One Piece. It is it is incredible, but that is summer vibes to summer all hell. Vibes is um, I've been reading a lot of fantasy, so not not a ton of horror on my end. I'm mm. gonna recommend, and it is a basic recommendation, but it is incredible if you have not read Uzumake by Junji yeah. Ito. Oh yeah, that Junji is necessary reading. Also, they are releasing an anime version. Uh, yep. here in I think in October, uh, that Junji Ito was like 
heavily involved in and wanted to make sure that it matched up with his vision. It looks so good. Um, I'm also going to recommend because there is a, uh, a Mike Flanagan directed version adaptation of this. Um, but something is killing the children. Uh, I think I believe Ooh. is the name of it. Um, let me double check because we were texting about it in a group chat. Um, with some of my friends by James, uh, here in Tuscaloosa. By James Tinian? Yes, yeah. The, that, that is it. Um, I'm just trying to... Ooh. Yeah, something is killing the children. Uh, if you have not read that, it is an incredible read. And Mike Flanagan is making an adaptation for Amazon Prime. There is a comic book. It exists. Um, mm-hmm. that Prove it. The, uh, that one of the hosts of Dynamic Banter is like a character in. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to find what it's called because it's actually, a, it's a really good, okay, it's Bolero. It's B-O-L-E-R-O. And that's kind of fall vibes. It's basically this girl that has the ability to jump into different universe versions of herself. Um, but she only has like a certain mm-hmm. amount of jumps and stuff. So it's like, it's a little spooky, little, little magical, little fall. It's, it's really good though. I haven't caught up on it, but it's... Mm. I like that. There's also... The Goosebumps series. Oh, any Goosebumps yeah. anything? They're coming well, out with Goosebumps. the new Goosebumps series. Is it already out? I'm so. Uh, it, it. Oh wait. I don't. Oh, um, I forgot. Uh, with that one dude. Ah. Uh, it, it's got Justin Long in it. Justin Long. Yes. 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 yes um. Yes. Just another book. Book. Uh. That I highly suggest. Author, first of all, anything by Kurt Vonnegut has mm. fall vibes. Yeah. Uh, specifically, if you want to get into it, I recommend Slaughterhouse Five. Uh, it is probably my favorite book of all time. Uh, incredible, yeah, incredible book. From what you have told me, I do need to get on that and read it. So the new Goosebumps on Disney Plus is going to start streaming Friday, October 13th with five episodes. Which is also Mm -hmm. our 69th episode. That'll be when that airs. So that'll be a big day. So I'm putting Goosebumps on there. I'm also like, as far as TV shows go, I will probably try and spend most of my October fun watching the original 1995 Goosebumps show which I adored as a kid. Um, I actually, I don't know if I've talked about it much. I have a long history with Goosebumps. Grew up loving those books. And as a kid, whenever I was like too impatient to read a whole book, I would figure out what it was about, read the back, and then skip to the twist ending. Because I was, I was a little monster. Sorry, I got distracted because while we were recording, one of my friends in a discord added me to recommend junk house to other people <laughs> yo so yo. that was just really cool so i had to be like hey shout yo out. thank you for doing that flash we're so shout out flash. right now shout out flash, flash? Um, okay 
So Cordell, the as we're recording now, the next episode we record will be the first Oktoberfest yes. episode. Our six so, our, our our special uh foreplay episode. Our special foreplay episode. So we might have a guest. We we, we might have a guest. So foreplay is better with others. What <laughs> is the movie? that you would like us to watch movie or media that you would like us to consume for the first week of Oktoberfest, partially so we can yeah. tell the possible guests if they yeah. would like to. Um, I think if we're doing a movie, it, Caleb, you want it to be a movie you will be willing to watch, correct? I, I, so, I would like it to be something I can watch for the first. Let's one. start with The Mist. Okay. Let's let that one be the first one we do for the month is The Mist. I'm going to look up where people can watch it if they don't own it. Uh, it is on Amazon Prime or it looks like you can rent it for like four bucks on YouTube yeah. and other places. It was on Netflix for a while, but I don't think it is anymore. It's on Voodoo. Mm. But yeah, there I are so many weird ass weird things that it's just like you can get it on this you can get it on that i'm like what the what the fuck is that like what the fuck is a tubi what the fuck is yeah. pluto tv yeah what 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 what's netflix but i think i think miss is a good one yeah i think miss yeah miss will be a good it, one it is it is not like it's more monster movie, which is a very agreeable genre of horror, I think. Yeah. Like, if you're... I do, for my more complex Oktoberfest, I'm in school right now, so I'm not going to, like, be able to hit this as hard as I always dream I can. But, like, I do like to try and get a smattering of different genres. I love The Mist, and it's been years, and I'm happy to let it be my monster movie for the month. I think that's good. Uh, so, listeners, if you want to join in on this... Uh, it is the 2007 film The Mist, and uh, written directed by like Frank Darabont. Written and directed by Frank Darabont. Darabont, this at no, okay. Who yes. I believe did he direct the other movie? I'm thinking he directed uh, Shawshank. So that's a. Mm -hmm. I think that's a pretty glowing recommendation, honestly. Yeah, Frank Darabont has really, really good stuff. He did the 1988. He wrote for The Blob in 98, wrote for, uh, he wrote and directed Shawshank Redemption. He did The Mist, The Green Mile, which is one of my favorites. And on television, wrote for Tales of the Crypt. And he wrote, directed, and executive produced um, four episodes of The Walking Dead in Ooh. like the best early stuff. Like some of the best Walking Dead episode. Are the best, and he did the pilot too. So he's I, he's just got a good touch for this sort of thing. He's very good at the slower paced, character driven. I think I've seen. I I haven't watched most of The Walking Dead, but I remember the pilot, and it's it's pretty the tasty. Pi the pilot is very like artfully done. Yeah. Um. There is one spooky thing I wanted to talk to you about. Is it my car out. insurance warranty? Yeah, you gotta get Geico. No, fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Um, ah. 
<laughs> after after we recorded Nat Wonderful last night, I hung out with Feeling and Carson a little bit. And Carson Ooh. found this Twitter through, I forget exactly, but it was like through a Twitch stream. And it is the weirdest thing ever. So I'm going to send it to you so y'all can look at it, but I'm going to be reading some of the tweets. Most of them have like a ton of hashtags in them. But like the pinned one is in all caps. Uh, oh, well, let me first say the their bio is gamer exclamation point and then in all caps committing suicide since people in my entire family hates me. So they ignore me. So it starts oh off gosh. already really weird. Right. And you're like, what the fuck? Then it goes. They joined and, last month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a profile picture. It's uh, yeah. Their pinned tweet is also, it would be so much easier if women wasn't on camera lot since they don't want to look at the camera. So block them. Hashtag Twitter, hashtag Twitch, hashtag Twitch community, hashtag TwitchCon, hashtag Twitch Clips, hashtag Twitch TV, hashtag Twitch Rivals, hashtag Streamers, hashtag Twitch Girls, hashtag Twitch Gaming, hashtag Twitch Gaming, hashtag Reddit, hashtag YouTube, hashtag Google. All of Two them likes. have those hashtags, and most of them are about women not looking in straight into the camera. This is a serial killer. This is a this serial is killer. A... There's, a, there's a video, one of the only videos I've watched is he has what a few that are videos her? and they're so weird. There was one that he posted on September 9th and the, the text is just touch a, a women neck on your TV and smell it with their long hair, goosebumps, peach fuzz and their under ear arrow chin. And it's a video of the dude like on a paused video, just like touching this woman, this like actor, I guess it seems like from a TV show and just like touching her neck and like kissing her neck, kissing the TV to like kiss her neck. It's the weirdest thing I've seen on Twitter in the longest time. This is the weirdest tweet I've, I've seen while scrolling through. Cause there's only 45 tweets. Yeah. This is a, so this I, is a kink. Like this is, this is someone's like fetish. Yeah. Yeah, cuz this is there's this one from six, September 16th which says masturbate when you see a woman of blue green eyes of long yellowish hair doing her goosebumps neck fetishing. Yeah, like every every most of these tweets are about girls with long hair and neck goosebumps and peach fuzz under ear jaw. Fetish so touch your dicks. Is what the first tweet says. It's bro, and it gets and like, weirder. If you look at his face, yeah, yeah. And if you like look at his likes, it's only like sponsored things, people that are verified. A lot of it is like PlayStation, Xbox, video game stuff. It's just so weird. Shout out Carson to finding the weirdest shit I've seen. I this. This tweet is like so weird. It's it's like a small little clip of I guess this guy's foot and in the shot and his hand is like flexing really aggressively and the caption is also don't be gay of a man with long hair and a beard so just think and move your head away slowly. And they're all in all caps. What is it's <laughs> it's so fucking weird. 
All of his replies are weird, too. All of his replies are exactly the same as his tweets, where you get, like, a reply to uh, a regal uh, regal uh, cinema, regal movies tweet, uh, where it's a, a girl looking into the camera, and that's it. And he said, yeah, women's eyes aren't even at the camera, and they aren't when they are on camera. No, not one single girl does. So enjoy men all platforms because they actually look at the camera and be different and not like women where they act like animals that does same repeat stuff. I mean, he's got a point. Women never look into the camera. Yeah, not like women where they act like animals that does the same repeat stuff. They do does the same repeat stuff. So you take your you take your argument out of here, Caleb. Sammy, why do you does the same repeat stuff? Tell us, Sammy. Sam, Samantha, answer us now. Why you never look at camera? Why you does the never same repeat stuff? Hey, wait. Can I can I see under under jawline peach fuzz neck goosebumps? <laughs> I'm ready for the fetishing. <laughs> oh, I get it. You know, I get it now. Oh, are you? I never. Look at that, Look at that right wow. there. Look at that. Wow. You know what? Wow. I'm I'm gonna open my own account for this as well. <laughs> sorrow, sorrow, tippy two. Sorrow, tippy two. Electric peach buzzaloo. Oh. Goosebumpsaloo. Jizz. Just jizz. <laughs> You know, <laughs> electric jizz. You know what will make me feel better after I'm actually kind of scared of at sorrow tippy. The yeah. only thing that's going to make me feel better is if I get to listen to Psycho Billy Freak Out by the Raven Horton Heat, which is usually our opening and closing song. I don't know what Samantha's going to do to this since I did sing jizz earlier in this yeah. uh, episode. <laughs> But it's at least it's usually Psycho Billy Freakin' by the Reverend Horton Heat off the album Smoke Em If You Got Em. Uh, and it's a banger of a track. And you should listen to it. You should listen to it. Also, thank you, Caleb Burley, for our <laughs> intro and outro music this week. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh, no. Um, if you want to Some follow, of the best jizz oh. I've ever had in my ears came right from <laughs> Caleb and for a right an extended into my period holes. of time, it was a good amount. It was nice. Yeah, it lasted <laughs> really long, a lot longer than normal. Yeah. Well, you guys just kept talking, and I was like, I don't want to interrupt this and be like, I'm done jizzing over here. <laughs> Let me stop. Well, listen, well, I really like to get the jizz washed over me while having a good conversation with Samantha. That's fair. Same. Who doesn't like Except that? with Cord yeah, with Cordell. If you want to follow us on X, Twitter, and TikTok. You can do that at Junk House Pod. Our, our TikTok's been a little weird and not letting us post. So we're going to try and figure that out again. Um, but yeah, if you would also, if you enjoy the podcast, if you could rate and review us on iTunes or well, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, that would be greatly appreciated. We still have to do the ranch stream at some point. We kind of just forgot about that. It's going to be um, like freezer burn by the time I eat this stupid ranch. Ice we'll just cream. buy That's you a goal, new one. Honestly. <laughs> they don't make it anymore. They don't? Uh, it was a limited time run. Yeah. I may have some of the last ranch ice cream in the world. Oh, my God. That's going to be. Also, but I will say Van Leeuwen, which is the company that makes that. I have some of their ice cream in my freezer that I haven't opened. And there's still no like 
no signs of freezer burn. So no. I feel like you're pretty good. Now this this may just me be, be me wishfully trying to think of a way out of having to eat that stupid mm-hmm. ranch ice cream. Yeah. Um, what if when wouldn't it be really funny if I just kept it and never opened it and took it with me for the next like for the rest of my life? So when I die no. at sixty seven and my grandkids are like, "Yo, look at this ranch ice cream," they'll be like, "Your papa kept that for sixty seven years. You gotta keep it too." And then it becomes a fairly heirloom. I mean, isn't that better than me eating it? Well, what's better is you eating it and then laminating it. And so you have the empty, (laughs) you have the empty carton preserved forever. Yeah. I hate you both. If you would like to email (laughs) us and, and uh, tell Dan Aykroyd to leave us alone, then you can, um, you can do that. Yeah, I'm stopping the ghost program now until we figure this out. Yeah, we are putting an embargo on the ghosts until Dan Aykroyd calls off the dogs. Unless the dogs you send in an audio message to for 69. Yeah, you yeah, also still you, need you to you be doing that. It. And also, if if you actually go to... Uh, let me pull up our actual website, because uh, we do have one. Yeah, while Caleb's pulling that up, the email is... Junkhousemailbox at gmail.com. Please send us fun things, especially whatever it is we've said for 69. I can't remember. Spooky stories slash sexy stories because it's Friday the 13th, 69. Yeah. And not explicit. Ideally, though, spooky and sexy. But again, like, don't get too weird about this. Yeah. Don't just tell us about how you had sex with your wife. Like, that's. <laughs> unless there like was a ghost there unless your wife yeah. is dead yeah and you had sex beyond the grave then yeah but we don't need to know i i was deep like mm, no yeah that's too much. i don't want that or unless it is a very particular neck goosebump kind of under hair jawline peach fuzz women not fetish, looking at the camera you can send that in grave detail i need to know um if you go to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash junk dash house there is a just send voice message button there uh that you can do yeah and that's you know that that website that name's kind of like running through the races like that's up there with google and youtube I've honestly thought about just buying a website domain and having it direct to there, but uh, I don't know how to buy a website. What so. we got to do is hit up Squarespace and get them to sponsor us, and we'll just be like, hey, we'll also make a website with you if you sponsor us. That's fair. Because I, I will say, until, until we get some, some flow from this, I don't want to be putting flow into it, you dig? I mean, granted, like, not beyond, like, oh, we're going to advertise. But yeah. I don't know. Like, how much work do we want to put in on the website until we've got, like, advertisers? This is, uh, get rid of all yeah. of this. Strike this from the record. <laughs> I know you anyway, anyway, strike where this. Can we? where can they email us? I already said that. Junkhousemailbox at okay. gmail.com, but I'll repeat it. Repeat it. If again. there's anything you want to send to us, you send it there. But. There's something that we say every week. What is it? And it's <laughs> if Dan Aykroyd's gonna haunt me, why can't I get a ghost job? Could Dan Aykroyd change the name back to Jizz? 
if Dan Aykroyd jizzed, would the goats jats? I definitely said goats instead of ghosts. If Dan Aykroyd <laughs> fell over in the woods and nobody was around, did he really fall over? The Dan Aykroyds in the parking lot are just lines. If Dan Aykroyd jizzed in the forest, would anybody hear it? Dan Aykroyd fuck. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> fucks the holes in the trees. <laughs> Ba 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 